0: guys welcome back to dining hall hours it's Brie and Alexa we are the podcast that brings you pop culture post-grad and past UCLA stories and Alexa and I decided that we are going to continue doing this until Spotify pays up
1: <laughs> <laughs> we really are dude honestly some people make a lot of money off of podcasting and I've been really enjoying it so
0: why not wait till we make that cha change yeah that's the goal <laughs> um, for our appetizer this week, we are going to start off with a L.A.-based question because the main dish is going to be about our student life and L.A. life. So, Alexa, Bri. I have a question for you. Think about the city of Los Angeles. Think about okay the different regions that Los Angeles has to offer. I want to know which region you would consider yourself as an individual and if there's a specific monument that draws you to Los Angeles?
1: Dang you 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 were in line when you said I was gonna have to think about this one mostly because <laughs> I'm not very familiar with a lot of regions so my answer might be um not the best <laughs> um to say the least. Dang this is a really tough question mostly because I'm I'm not very well traveled in the area of Los Angeles. It's super huge. So um, my areas tend to stay around Westwood. But in terms of thing that appeal or monument that appeals the most to me, I would say the Getty. Um, I've never been to the Getty Villa and that's the one in Malibu, but the Getty Center, the one that you can see from UCLA, that one's very nice. Um, I had gone on a date there with Jaime once and it was really cute. So definitely recommend seeing that Uh, in terms of region, super basic answer, but it's going to be Santa Monica because it's super busy, uh, just like me, super busy. And there's always a lot going on. Like there's a lot going on in my head. (laughs) Uh, Also, there's a lot, um, there's a lot of different things to do. There's like the beach, there's the, uh, you you know, you have your residential area, then you have your shopping center. And I love the diversity. It's just so much in such a small area.
0: What do you rate the beach of Santa Monica?
1: Oh, like a two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's trash. It's trash.
1: Also, I come from San Diego where you have some of the most gorgeous beaches and you don't have to struggle for parking here. Actually, I live. You do have to struggle for parking sometimes, but not as bad as Santa Monica. Like I've never had to pay for parking at a beach, at least not that I remember here in San Diego.
0: Um, okay. So are you ready to ask me my question? My LA related question?
1: Yeah. Well, I really liked your question, so I'm going to ask you your question back because I find it really interesting. How um, dare you? <laughs> you know what? There's no rules in this podcast, and I can do as I please. So, monument and region of L.A.
0: that you most resonate with. Yeah. Dang, I'm going to have to pause for a second. Okay, I'm back, and I'm ready. I've decided, Alexa. My monuments. I don't even think this counts as a monument, but maybe, um, is Rodeo Drive. Wow.
1: <laughs> People who are listening to this are probably like, these girls are so basic.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is that Rodeo Drive is literally like 10 minutes from UCLA. And so, and it has Cheesecake
1: Factory. I, is- I was going to say, I remember one time, guys, during finals week, where he's like, hey, you want to go to Cheesecake and i was in sweats and she and we get off at the rodeo drive cheesecake factory i was like are you kidding me like these people are like driving up in like designer
0: clothes and i'm in my sweats pretty much that really represents me i would pull up to cheesecake factory in my pjs eat there live in the life and like the buildings are really pretty and the drive there palm trees a typical los angeles driving scene but you know it's beautiful it is and as for areas I would say I am Bel Air. You a fancy gal? <laughs> Why? Thanks. One because it reminds me of Will Smith, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I like how he brought like some down earthedness to the region. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it's possible. I'm um, not that bougie. And then the architecture and the homes, dude. I used to go into the rich, the rich gated communities. I would wait for you know somebody that actually lives there to open the gate. And I would, like, ease in behind them, and I would creep at their houses. <laughs> they had really nice golf courses, like a lake. Oh, this is a really nice place, so oh, I I'm That makes sense. I was telling totally yeah. Brie that maybe West Hollywood, because she's
1: trendy, but Air is really, really fitting. I like that.
0: I love that. Well, now that we've gotten our appetizer out of the way, let's get into our main dish. Part 2 of the UCLA series. We want to get into what the students were really like, what they did in their free time. We want to get into the cool things that we did around L.A., what we think about L.A., how it was like to live there as residents for four years, Alexa. Okay, so Alexa has this question in our notes that starts off with, like, how were the people good-looking, smart, yoked as heck? (laughs) So I want you to describe your typical LA people and they might be UCLA students they might not be so go ahead
1: I feel like you, I'm gonna start with UCLA students because again most of my time in LA was at, on campus
0: uh-huh. I
1: feel like some campuses people dress up like they go to class looking good that was not yep. our campus we were Definitely very not. casual campus which I loved because I am a sweatshirt and leggings gal so I never felt uncomfortable wearing that because that's what Every girl was
0: wearing. Um, you know that everybody was wearing a UCLA hoodie. Oh, yeah. Almost every day. Almost every day. Yeah. Very prideful. So, very, very casual
1: in terms of like the attire. Like, we didn't have to dress up for class. If you saw people dressed up, normally it was for an interview or for, you know, some presentation sorority event. Sorority events. That was a very common one. But in terms of just like day to day attire, very casual. We didn't really have that centered. I know. Jazz always tells me that at San Diego State, like, people dress a little nicer, and I was like, oh, that sucks. Couldn't be us. Yeah, it could not be us. So, definitely very cash. Smart. Yeah, I think a lot of people on campus are very smart. Um, Fit. Well, maybe it's just because I went to the gym a lot. Everyone in the gym seemed like they could be on, like, a magazine for, like, fitness. They were just very fit, and then if you went to the weightlifting region of the gym, um, all the guys were super buff. The girls were super strong. Like, they all just seemed toned. And I think also due to the fact that we had to walk a lot, everyone seemed like in pretty good shape, at least to me. Oh my God. That's so true. Yeah. Like I felt like we were pretty good shape on uh, campus. Like we just were used to walking all over the place. Uh, spirited, prideful. I think we touched on it a little bit last time too. I think people were pretty spirited. Like people seemed very happy to be there. um. The- I mean, in terms of the attire, it seemed like everyone was happy to be there. But then again, I wore UCLA sweatshirts every day. So so you were prideful as well. I was super prideful too. Um, people, in terms of, would you say that people were nice on campus?
0: Oh, no, I wouldn't say that they were all nice. <laughs> I think
1: it's like everything. Like, it just depends who you talk to and when you talk to them. I would never go up to someone just like sitting at like, um, what is it? Kirkoff? Mm -hmm. Like in the little region, like I'd never go up to someone and just like talk to them. That's weird. So we're not that friendly.
0: I want to add on to your LA students, the UCLA students. I want to kind of talk about the archetypes of UCLA. There's a typical UCLA student and there's many genres of us. Mm -hmm. You have your Bay Area students. Oh, I thought those were like the coolest because they were like super stylish Great dancers. They were cool. I looked up to like the. Well, Bay your Area gal people. pals from
1: the Bay Area were really hip. Like they always yeah. looked really good.
0: <laughs> Even it's in like, like their trendy. basic, like basics, they looked so good. I was like, okay. That's literally all the Bay Area people that went to UCLA, if they were wearing sweats, they look like goddesses. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have your SoCal LA students who wore rainbow sandals, the $50 rainbow sandals. I that, that I had no idea about before attending UCLA. But I tried to jump on the, that train. Yeah, it didn't work out. I didn't like those sandals. And um, Birkenstocks, don't forget your Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks as well. Let's see. They ate hummus and quinoa. The reason I mention this is because it was such a culture shock to me. These people were so different from me. And each region had their own quirks. And so it was interesting learning about these new, I guess, food trends, you know, their interests. As a person that comes from Bakersfield that did not jump on this hype train until I reached L.A. As for L.A. people, I don't know. Some There are some very weird people. Do you remember the man who used to ask us a question every day walking a yes. Roomwalk?
1: Yes. So, guys, we had this guy. Um, apparently, he was a con artist or he used to scam people for money. I don't know if that's true. That was what was said on the meme page. Depends how reliable you find a meme page. Um, mm-hmm. but there was this man who would always be like hey boss man or or hey whatever you want to let me talk to you for a sec and he'd come up to you and talk to you I never stopped for him I think he only came up to me once yeah but he would come up to you and he would have you sign something I believe but people were saying he was conning up he was conning people for their money so
0: but yeah there was that's just one example of the many interesting characters that you come across in the city of Los Angeles even in Westwood where it's supposed to be bougie
1: I I don't know. See, I feel like the people are, of Los Angeles are very are very diverse people. It would be very unfair to just say they're one type or describe them as one way, because people think Elaine think, oh, everyone looks like a Kardashian. Definitely not. There are um there are a lot of really good looking people aesthetically, but there's just like, you know, you have your artsy people, you have your sporty people, and that's just very superficial. A very superficial description, but I don't know. I'm trying to think of a stereotypical, like, LA person.
0: They're always in a hurry, probably. That's true. Yeah. Always in a rush. Always in a rush. Um, all right. Now that we talked about the stereotypical people, let's move on to fun things that we did as UCLA students. Maybe you partook in some of the UCLA traditions. Um, but yeah, get us started. Okay. So, one of the UCLA traditions that come to,
1: comes to mind is the fountain. Um, when you. Ooh, that's a good one. During, during orientation, um, at UCLA, it's like a tradition that you go into this fountain right in front of Franz Hall, which is our psychology mm-hmm. building. You go and you say this oath, touch the fountain. There's water in this fountain, and you never touch it again until after you graduate. If and what happens if you touch it before? If you touch it before, you will graduate a quarter late. Yep, that's why, Alexa, I didn't touch it. I never touched it. I don't care. And I'm not a superstitious gal, but I was not about to give UCLA more of my money. So, so I was like, nope, we're not touching it. And it's funny, actually, to this day, I haven't gone back and touched it
0: again. Oh, you never touched it as an alumni? No, because I, the second I graduated, I dipped. Wow. So yeah, the, so you can only touch it after you graduate. And most people love to like take champagne, pop in champagne photos in the fountain, swim in it, have barbecues. I
1: think is sometimes so, this
0: fountain doesn't have water, so I mean <laughs> Yeah, yeah. At times it doesn't. That's why it looks sad to mention. It has water. <laughs> yeah. So
1: that's one of the uh student like life or like tradition things. Can you think of another one?
0: Bruin Bash. Bruin Bash is a concert held before school starts. I went my freshman year, the person was Madian. I don't I'm not into that genre of music. I have no idea who he is. I think he's like a DJ like EDM person. Bruin Bash was always kind of like really lame they never had good artists (laughs) in my opinion yeah I I don't think I ever went I think it it was that. like I think
1: the um the set list just of like artists just like didn't appeal to me yeah I think it was overhyped to be honest um but I don't know I never went like I said and then also a lot of the music that they had was just like indie folk isn't like everyone's (laughs) go-to music choice or music genre so I never was really interested in it
0: yeah, you know what? So Finn, my boyfriend, his school had Snoop Dogg for like their version of Bruin Bash, and I was so jealous. And he didn't even go, but like I'm a huge Snoop Dogg fan. I love his music, and UCLA couldn't even come close to getting as an artist at that level. That's so that's so sad.
1: Considering we're like right next to a lot of artists. Shame. Exactly,
0: we're in LA. Where uh, there's tons of money. I don't know. They can't afford Shame. it, maybe. All right, what other fun things did you do around UCLA? Did you attend football games, basketball games?
1: Guys, I only ever attended a one football game with Brie and Remy, um, and they lost. I left early. And and we, they lost. Okay, we left early because it was so cold at the Rose Bowl. I remember it was freezing, and I'm personally not a big fan of football. I know Brie is, but like they they were just sucking. And I remember we left early. We were just waiting in the bus to be taken
0: back to UCLA. We're such fake fans, dude. But I think our football team was pretty much—I tra- could be wrong. I didn't follow them that closely. I think they were trash Mrs. Mrs. Bruin Sports Analytics. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they were trash, didn't they? Like, there was a certain trophy that the college teams compete for, and I swear the year we were there, they like lost like three years in a row. Yeah, Josh Rosen sucked. Oh God, <laughs> I don't know. I honestly... We're calling out people individually. Basketball, okay.
1: So it's funny because Jaime always tells me he's like, "Oh, you were there when Lonzo Ball was there, like when the it was like the height of like hypes for the UCLA basketball team." Um, yep, the lines were crazy, like for tickets. Or do you remember? For yes, yes, when Lonzo they was, they all the
0: way up Bruin Walk.
1: It was up Bruin Walk down like the hill, like it was crazy. So no, I never got to go to a basketball game. I know again, super freaking fake. Um, Because I didn't want to wait in line. Oh, and on the topic of basketball, let's give a big shout out to UCLA men's basketball for winning against Alabama. Woo-woo. Yes. March Madness. Elite Eight. I know. Super exciting. Um, Truthfully, I haven't been watching really, but I did watch this game. Super freaking intense. I was sweating the whole time. Because they literally went into overtime in the last like second, and I was oh so stressed. But major shout out to them. Um, really wish them the best going forward up against um, Michigan. Fingers yes, crossed! It's this Tuesday. This Tuesday, it seems. Well, by the time this goes up, they will have already played. So hopefully, they're
0: in the final four, guys. I know it's intense. Um, that was a great upset. Ranked number eleven, and we beat number two seed. Okay. Let's go, boys. So, yeah, good luck to uh, UCLA men's basketball. Okay, other UCLA
1: sports. I did go to many gymnastics meets. For those of you who don't know, UCLA has one of the best gymnastics teams in the country. And at the time that we were there, we had two, gym, two Olympic gold gold yeah, gold gymnasts, yep. um Kyla Ross and Madison Koshin. I'm Madison a, Koshin. I'm a big fan of gymnastics. But wait, Brie, tell us your Oh, God,
0: when I went up to Madison Koshin. Yeah. Ugh. So I was, in the, I was in the library, YRL, and I see Madison Koshin ordering at the cafe. I go up to her and I'm like, hey, I know you're Madison Koshin. So nice to meet you. I saw you in the Olympics this summer. You did amazing. And she was like, okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Aww. She was probably so tired of people going up to her just like, bye. Yeah, so then that's when I learned as a young UCLA student to not go up to celebrities yeah I remember I wanted to go up to them too because I, I it was so cool right you
1: watch these people compete on tv and then you you're like classmates with them now but I thought about it too I was like hey if you're like at school and like you're trying to study for a test like you kind of don't want people going up to you
0: Yep. Yeah. but speaking of celebrities how many celebrities did you see during your time there?
1: Mm, I want to say a handful. Um, I'm gonna say Adina Menzel, Amy Fuller, Poller. Fuller? Amy Polar, the comedian? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. The the way I saw her and Adina Menzel was actually really cool because I was a tutor at the UCLA elementary school. Yeah, UCLA has an elementary school. Amy Fuller, is it Fuller or Polar? I am like frustrated. Polar. Like, polar okay mm-hmm. she came in and just played with her son during lunch and i thought it was so cute and then adina manzel was funny she's like she comes up to me and bianca and she's like are you guys helping with the lunches and we're like no and she's like oh what do you guys do here and we're like oh we help them teach we help teach them science she's like that's cool
0: <laughs> and that's that was, so
1: cool and that was my conversation with her it was cool because you know just there dropping off her kid and uggs like super
0: comfy and i was like wow I have a couple celebrity sightings. I'm heading to my dorm. I see Shaq just walking down the steps of Poly Pavilion Casually. Oh, I casually. remember. You told me. He is not hard to miss because that man is tall and he's big. And he was really friendly. He was waving at everybody. And Shaq also went to Habibi, which is like this hookah lounge in, in the Westwood oh, area. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Justin Bieber. He was playing soccer? Yes. Polly Pavilion called us and was like, hey, Justin Bieber's here. Come take a look. And word got out really quick. There were tons of people running to the gates to watch him play soccer. He was playing without his shirt on. And then the security guard had to take him away because too many people were mobbing him. Who else? LeBron James. LeBron you remember James. that one? Was that the one in the gym and in SAC? Yes. So we typically hosted NBA teams. They would practice in our gym. So I saw tons of basketball players, but the most remarkable one was the LeBron James. He had come to watch his son play in our gym upstairs. So I go and I'm there just staring at him, Alexa, and he can see that I'm staring at him and he's like giving me the side eye. He probably did not want to be bothered. So I tried to stop staring, but he was really cool. He was cheering his son on. So I'm like watching him be a father in action. (laughs) Oh, we love that. Let's talk about the things that UCLA had to offer and the things that we ventured off outside to go partake in. So the first thing that comes to mind, I'll give you an example, is Sunset Rec. On the top of the hill where the dorms are located, we had this like really nice picnic area, a huge lawn, a swimming pool. They had volleyball courts, tennis courts. And I went up there, I think a total of, two times during the course of my academic career but it was a really nice place it is they have a they have like three swimming pools and at the time or
1: one time i went with remy to swim it really is like a little campsite almost it looks very campy and it's cool because a lot of people don't know about it so like if you go there on a given day it's not it's, too busy it's not busy at all and like you can get almost a whole lane to yourself if you're swimming so
0: that was really nice um, i'm trying to think what else you see like that
1: for us
0: as UCLA students, we were also allowed to use any of our pools. UCLA has eight pools total. I never swam in one of them. But I'm trying to think of other facilities we
1: had. Oh, I remember one. So UCLA has like a mini observatory. Yes. So you go to the top of the building and you go in there and they have like little showings like at certain times. I remember in like the tours that I was like, oh, this is like the perfect place to go on a date. Um, and I did go there once and it was really fun. It was super
0: cute. Did you ever go to the Botanical Garden on a date? No. I did go to the Botanical Gardens, but not on a date. Oh, loser. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm kidding. I never went to either one of those. Um, let's see. Oh, did you know that we also could kayak for free as or maybe for, for the cheaps as UCLA students at Marina Del Rey? I heard that, yeah, but you have to get to Marina Del Rey. Oh, there's that one museum in Westwood, right? Yes. Well, it was an art museum, no?
1: Yeah, I remember I got too close to the art, and they told me to step away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember when we went to the museum together? It was freshman year. I begged you to go with me because yes, I had to do a project. It was the the Holocaust Museum. Yeah, it, it was actually a really good museum. I really liked it. What about picnics on Jan steps? I had I had a few picnics on Jan's Steps. Oh, we had one when we were graduating.
1: Yeah, so Jan Steps is one of like our very famous like UCLA landmarks, if you will. It leads up from like the lower part of campus to the to where Royce Hall is, that famous UCLA UCLA building everyone knows. And on the side of the steps there's a bunch of grass. So a lot of people would just hang out there. You'll always find people sitting there. And Bianca, Bree and I decided to have like our last picnic as students there. And we had like wine and cheese and all the little fancy snacks. And that was kind of our way to say goodbye to UCLA. And we kind of sat there and we're like, what the heck? Like, how are we graduating?
0: Yeah. And why didn't we picnic here sooner? Because it's so beautiful. Tons of people in between classes. They get their freaking hammocks attached into their trees, take a nap. Kind of unrelated to things to do, but what were like iconic UCLA things
1: that you had to do? So let me give you an example. This one. Diddy Reese. Oh, my gosh. Remember when we used to go? Yeah. So, guys, Diddy Reese um, is, like, our little ice cream cookie shop. And you can get, like, the best ice cream sandwich at Diddy Reese. See? I kid you not. They have the best cookies at Diddy Reese. Before I even got to UCLA, I remember my sister was like, you have to go to Diddy Reese. Like, it's, like, a must for UCLA students that we did. And it was life-changing. The ice cream? Mediocre. But cookies? Chef's kiss.
0: Yep. I guess for me, mine was going to the famous Rocco's, (laughs) the bar near the UCLA area that all of the students went to. I definitely didn't go until I turned 21 because I wasn't cool enough to get like a fake ID. I want to talk about sorority frat parties as things that UCLA students typically do. How did you ever go to a frat party? I went to one. Just one. Who would you go with? I went with Remy
1: and Taz. Um... Did to be you dance? No, because I don't. Or maybe. No, I don't think I did. I don't dance, guys. I'm super awkward when it comes to like dancing stuff because uh, I don't have rhythm. <laughs> so, Did so, you drink? Maybe I had like one drink of something, but I was very sober the entire time. I didn't really like drinking too much. Also, I was warned against drinking the mixed drinks. That, also, you don't know what how many alcohols they're mixing, but um, I was very un- unimpressed. Like everyone just looked like really out of it. And it was
0: just, like, really hot inside. I remember going to... I went to a couple of frat parties, but it was never my scene. Um, everybody there was, like, trying to hook up with somebody. And I was in a relationship, so it didn't really make sense for me. The people, they were all just, like, drunken and disorderly. Um, some were cool. Don't get me wrong, but, like, most of them, I'm like, can you please stop pushing me? I'm just trying to walk through, get to the dance floor. And UCLA played the worst <laughs> music, like... They played EDM, they played country, things that I did not listen to at all. Those are popping genres. It was was not a good time for me. Sorority events, though, I had never really attended the typical, they have like pinnings where a a a sorority girl gets married to a frat guy or whatever. I thought that was so cool. I always thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah, and they have tons of events that I don't know that much about, but the one thing that they do have is formal and I didn't get to experience this experience this until my senior year when my friends invited me. Dude, they have good taste. They took us in like this party bus with like stripper poles and we were dancing, having a great time. We arrived to a place, it was in like the Venice marina area. Oh. Literally. Bayside, Alexa, it was a beautiful restaurant with all these drinks, a really nice dance floor. And if you like headed outside to the patio, you were on the bay.
1: Well imagine if you charge your members a thousand dollars a quarter, you gotta have money. So yeah, I you better have a good
0: formal exactly.
1: So I, I that I was not <laughs> I was not expecting anything less. Oh, I was gonna say, um, I know that we didn't really date at UCLA, but for our listeners who are interested in the dating life at UCLA, would you say it's kind of easy? Would you say it depends how would you date? Me, if no, no, no. I was single. Well, how uh, observing like your friends who did date cuz like I just mentioned like we didn't date at UCLA really. Our uh-huh. our boyfriends were off at
0: other schools. Yeah. <laughs> so, how would you say the dating scene was? Oh god, I think it was pretty trash if you ask me. I have gorgeous friends. Who like were not finding the right men for them. They always were like, "eh, well, this guy like kind of sucked, or this guy like ghosted me." I'm like, "Who is ghosting you? You're literally a model. Like, it doesn't make sense." So I would say it's very unsuccessful. Yeah,
1: I I would agree. I mean, I was single my first two years at UCLA. <clears throat> Granted, again, I'd also didn't really try to date. I wasn't interested in dating but Mm -hmm. yeah I think it was just like really hard like I you would expect for people to just come up to you at the dining hall and be like I see you're eating alone what are you reading (laughs) no that doesn't happen so I think it is tough and like you said you had like a lot of um our friends were like stunning like literally everything you can want in a gal Uh uh-huh and they were single the whole time I think it's because a lot of um this is not to say every guy but a lot of guys in the college age are not really ready for like a more serious relationship Um, and I feel like a lot of girls at least myself I was looking for something more serious so I was just kind of like oh I don't feel like wasting my time dating around and I felt like that was like the same thing for other friends of
0: ours like they were just kind of like oh I don't feel like wasting my time that's interesting I'm glad that you brought that up because I think people are gonna wonder like how do you find a significant other as a college student It's not easy, but we'll talk about that another time. Because, I mean, I kind of did, but not at UCLA. All right. So let's describe LA, the challenges, um, the local places that we went to. Okay. Number one challenge in LA is parking. (laughs) Parking is
1: so bad. And, guys, I'm not being dramatic, okay? Parking is terrible in LA because there are so many people and the city was not built for the, as many people um, that live there. So anytime we went anywhere, it was just a pain. Like, it was such a hassle. Hyman and I, when, we would, when he'd come over on the weekends, I remember, like, we sometimes we didn't want to do anything because we just didn't want to struggle with parking. Like, it was just so annoying. Uh, and it sucked because there were some things that we didn't want to do, but we were like, oh, do we really want to, you know, struggle with parking? And then if you do find parking, it's expensive. So, like, you go out and, like, you know, as a college student, you don't have a lot of money. So, like, paying $20 for parking, I mean, even now is, you know, someone making money. Ridiculously Um, outrageous. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, you don't have that kind of money to just drop when you can just, at that point, walk from your apartment down to order food. Um, That was my greatest challenge. What about yours?
0: Oh, parking for sure was one of mine as well. It was a shock to me because I come from a suburban area where... We don't have limitations our parking. We have plenty of space and you never have to pay. So it was always really frustrating because it's like, oh, if you want a specific food, for example, um, I used to like the House of Meatballs. They didn't have a parking lot. They only had street parking. So you got a parallel park. I know tons of people suck at parallel parking because it's just the norm. Who even knows how to parallel park nowadays? I do. <laughs> I do too. But it's not like it's not fun. It'd be much easier if we could just drive into the parking lot much more convenient. The challenge of having to walk everywhere was really rough for me because I was used to getting into my car and going to Costco and picking up bread. I don't know, whatever. So, as a, like, a, as a student, you needed to stock up on your waters, your chips, you know, your snacks. You had to walk to Target. How long was the, lo- the walk, Alexa? It was, like, 30 minutes. A 30-minute walk. And a 30-minute walk back. Yeah, and you had to carry your groceries. I remember one time I, I had to, like, big haul. So okay, I took an Uber. I come back, I still couldn't carry everything from the street to my dorm. But it wasn't easy getting around in the city of Los Angeles. It definitely was not. But when we finally had our cars, and we started adventuring out, we decided to like bite the bullet, pay for parking, enjoy LA a little bit more. Mm-hmm. One of the places that I remember frequently going to was the farmer's market and the Grove. They had cool shopping. They had Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) Can't miss out on that. The only place I eat, apparently. Um, So that's one of mine. What about you? Um, For me, something I really liked
1: doing was going shopping. Also in Santa Monica was one of those things. I enjoyed going to the grocery store in my car because I could buy as much food as I wanted and I'm a big snacker guys so um, that was something I really enjoyed also I did get to try some really good food places I'm trying to think I forgot what that area is called um, next to Westwood it's like a like a convoy here so Conwood's where we have a lot of our, um, we have like Japanese, Korean, um, a lot of Asian foods. I remember it's Sawtell. Okay, so Sawtell has a lot of really good uh, food and they have little cute shops, which I really like. But they had Sushi Stop, which was on BuzzFeed as like one of the cheaper or cheapest sushi places in LA. In fact, mm-hmm. we ate at, they have two on the same street and we ate at the one rated of B. <laughs> and, no and everyone was making fun of us because they're like you really ate at a bee place and we're like it wasn't that bad
0: i didn't die <laughs> i think the only time i ate at sautel was to eat ramen and i didn't like it because it smelled too fishy
1: really oh actually the ramen there i didn't have amazing ramen there but the sushi there was pretty good they had really good ice cream they had this really good ice cream place where they made their ice cream from this like you know organically produced milk and Jaime was all about it. So we would go there a few times to grab his milky ice cream.
0: Love that. Mm-hmm. You also mentioned shopping. So I wanted to talk about the times that we went thrift shopping. Yeah. So thrift shopping. I don't know if, did we find
1: that many things? I don't feel like we found anything too like spectacular.
0: Nothing too spectacular. I was expecting to find designer <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the low low. <laughs> we definitely did not. Definitely not. I think people have this idea that you come to
1: LA and you're going to thrift, and you're going to find, like, a vintage Chanel purse for, like, $60. Yep. No. First of all, there are specific vintage designer shops, that that's what you're interested in. Jazz, I believe, has gone to some. She, she shops at, like, the higher-end stores in L.A., and we went to, like, Goodwill, and what was the other one we went to? Some, like, other corner thrift store.
0: Yeah, like a mom-and-pop thrift store. Yeah,
1: and I mean, it wasn't bad. It's just, like, any thrift store. Like, if you have the patience, you'll find, but... We didn't have the patience, so we didn't find. So thrifting, it's mediocre. But I did want to talk about, Brie, our season passes. Oh, yes. Tell the people where we went. So um, sophomore year, we decided, like, hey, it's a great idea if we get season passes to Universal Studios. Because Universal Studios is, like, 15 minutes from UCLA, if on a good day without traffic. And it was nice because... At the time, we didn't really have, again, a lot of money to spend. So just having a season pass, we could just go get a ride to Universal, hop on some roller coasters or tours or whatever, then head back and call it a day.
0: Yeah, it was cool. I, I remember I felt really cool because I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go right, before, right after class gets out and take a trip to Universal Studios on a random Thursday where not many people are at the place. And so we had we had tons of time to get on all the rides and come back. Yeah. And then the other place we had a
1: pass to was Six Flags. Now Six Flags was cool, but it was a little farther from us. I want to say like a 45 minute drive. So that one we did have to plan a little bit more for. But it was cool as well. Because I mean, I think we went probably like three or four times. We're like, Oh, let's just go on some roller coasters.
0: It was more like a half day trip. It was a cool spontaneous trip for us as college students. Yeah, so that's...
1: That's uh, a one of those things that we would do pretty often,
0: another thing that I wanted to mention about l a is the close proximity we were to all of the concert venues. I went to Inglewood concerts twice. I saw Drake and Rihanna in concert amazing. We got the Uber there on a random Thursday night, paid sixty dollars for prime seats was a great time I don't know if you went to any concerts Alexa you
1: know it's funny I I remember my I believe it was my senior year and I really wanted to go see Hosier mm-hmm. um, for those of you who aren't big fans or who don't know who he is he sings take me to church <laughs> um, and I really wanted to go but I didn't have anyone to go with at the time so I was like super bummed and I wasn't really down to go by myself so I was like nah but I did see Coldplay at the Rose Bowl. Look at you. But this is funny because this wasn't even like during school time. It was in the summer. Ale and I drove up to LA <laughs> to go see Coldplay. Hey, it counts. You were in college. It was the best concert ever, guys. Oh, Coldplay is like a must. Even if you're not like a major fan, they just put on such a show. Also something really fun to do in LA. There is, they, all, tours always stop there.
0: What about... Red carpet premieres and Westwood. Yeah, I forgot about
1: those. So in Westwood, we have a we have two movie theaters right across from each other. It doesn't make sense. A lot of movies. This is actually a really interesting thing to me because when you watch movie premieres on TV, you think, wow, they're in front of like, you know, this massive theater, and this and this um red carpet's probably always there. No. They put it together in within a matter of hours.
0: Mm-hmm. So what
1: they did is they would close down the streets in Westwood, um, and they would roll out a red carpet, roll out the backdrop for whatever movie it was, and celebrities would just come and walk it <laughs> and then just go inside of the movie theater. It was very un- – well, it wasn't uneventful, but it seemed very casual. Like there wasn't that many people like you would think. You had some paparazzi. Mm-hmm. You had, you know um, – Some directors, producers, whatever, but it wasn't like a crazy big thing. Like it was just a few people. If anything, it was
0: more so students crowding to see who was there. If you got lucky when you're chilling in Westwood, maybe heading to Diddy Reese or BJ's, you might stumble upon a premiere with all these celebrities. Yeah. But that reminds me, I wanted to talk about how Westwood is kind of like the neighboring area of, oh, it's where UCLA is located, but there's a specific area where they have like shops, food, ice cream, whatever. And there is a true lack of a college town for UCLA. In contrast to UC Santa Barbara, they have this place called Isla Vista where all of the students, when they're like drinking or maybe just casually on a Thursday, they all head to like all the shops in the area. There's this really nice park. It's very student friendly because they're like taking over the specific area. And I don't feel like LA really gave that to us. What do you think? That's true. Yeah, I definitely think we lacked
1: that, which kind of sucked in a way because I feel like that would have been another place to socialize. Yeah, we didn't have that. So it was kind of hard because if you didn't want to be on campus and normally on the weekend after being on campus all week, you don't want to be on campus. So there wasn't really a college town. There was also just a lot of random people. So the people who live in like Brentwood or who live in Westwood or Bel Air, um, yes. they, they go shopping there because that's their their closest stores and stuff. So it was it kind of sucked in a way because you're like oh like it'd be cool if we did have like a small little area like a lot of small campuses like I've seen that I only I can only think of Chico State because that's where my sister went like they had a little small town for their their college was- specifically
0: mm-hmm. so that would have been cool so we did lack that yeah if you think about it Alexa there were only about three bars in close proximity to UCLA which is unheard of because other other schools have like. 20 bars that that are at their disposal whereas like we had Rocco's which everybody and their mom was always at Rocco's on Thursday night so if you didn't want a big crowd your only other option was our bar which is pretty interesting it was this small bar area that was located in the Ralph's grocery store near UCLA and people would go and like take a shot and maybe shop for groceries then there was Barney's a little bit further down and I went there a lot my junior and senior year because my best friends loved to go to trivia night. So every Wednesday, we played trivia, maybe got a few drinks, and it was a good time. That bar was a lot more casual. That was one of my regrets
1: because I remember you would invite me and I would always be like, no, like, it's okay. And the one time I did go with you, I had a really good time because I love trivia. Um, Yeah, I was obviously not good at trivia. But if I would have gone, I would have
0: probably gotten better. Other things that were located near Westwood were the really nice movie theaters. I had never been to a $17 movie showing in my life. They had reclining seats. They had food. Yeah, they did. I did go to
1: one, but it was at a Mm. mall and it was such a nice movie theater. I remember tickets were so expensive right here at the movie theater, by my house tickets are pretty, well, not $17.
0: So yeah, it was really cool. But what else did you do? I I'm thinking kind of like nightlife related activities. Okay. The first thing that comes to mind was First Fridays. It's almost a UCLA tradition too. I think a lot of students do did this as well.
1: Yeah, First Fridays in Venice, right?
0: Yeah. Do you want to explain what First Friday is?
1: Yeah. So, First Friday is essentially like a farmers market um in Venice. I don't know exactly what street, but somewhere in Venice. And it happens every first Friday. And essentially, it's a bunch of different food trucks. But it's pretty cool because they're really good, good foods. The thing is, though, I, I had gone once and there were so many people. Um, So I remember I ended up, I was in line, we were in line to get like this like chicken plate of sorts and ended up just getting pizza at one of the local Venice um, pizzerias because we just didn't want to so wait bad. in line.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember I went too, and it's packed. I also didn't really care for it too much because they had very unique food and I'm super basic with my food palette. So they had like lobster, mac and cheese. And I'm like, I don't want that food dress. It was nice to experience one time, but I probably would never go back. Agree. Um, Let's see. Rooftop bars. I only went to one bro- rooftop bar my entire experience with my best friend, Stacy from home. Super fancy. It was located in downtown Los Angeles. The drinks were twenty dollars each, so we only got one so each. So expensive, <laughs> but very nice, very beautiful views of the city. Um, Did you do you have any nightlife activities experiences? I I we went to a few bars.
1: I think um, we went to one. I'm so bad with this. It was like a little hole in the wall one um, where it was super casual. We got mm-hmm. a drink and it was kind of boring. So then we went to uh, West Hollywood, which is kind of for those San Diegans. It's like the Hillcrest of LA. Mm -hmm. So we went to like this gay bar and it was really fun. I had a really good time there. Some guy hit on Hyman. I love the
0: gay bars. Oh really? (laughs) (laughs) I was so
1: fun that I was like, no one hit on me. (laughs) It was really fun. Um if you like dancing, that was it's definitely your scene because it's a really lively, really fun time. For me, I'm not really a nightlife gal, but I remember we did have a really good time. What other nightlife things
0: some reason, we ended up at Rocco's. I feel like every night ends up at Rocco's. It's just the go-to. Another really good um, place that's near UCLA was this place called Q's. Oh, and what's that one Mexican restaurant that people went to? Casa Tequila? I don't know what it was. It's right next to Q's. Oh, is it Cabo Cantina? Cabo
1: Cantina.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) Oh,
1: no. So many stories in Cabo Cantina.
0: Yes. So Q's, which is located next to Cabo Cantina, was this really like dark, mysterious, has pool tables. Then once you were done with your dark, mysterious phase, you headed over to Cabo Cantina where the real fun was at. And you got those like huge drinks that like 16 people drink from. Yeah, no, it's funny. Cabo Cantina. vibe there's really cool. I remember we
1: went a few friends, (laughs) you know, watch your drinks there um not like in a bad yeah. way like oh something happened no like you can they have really good margaritas so if you drink too many because they're so sweet it, it it'll be it'll, like, get, it'll
0: catch up to you it'll get sure. you
1: um that was one of the first ways I went when I turned 20, 21 there's a lot of things to do nightlife related I think um Brie I think you did have something to share with us about Dodger Stadium
0: yes one of the great things about living in Westwood is that you have close access to. All that LA has to offer. Dodger Stadium is only I'd say an hour from where we used to live and so the World Series was going on in 2017 and I'm a Dodger fan and so I was like man maybe I can you know just like drive over there see if I can get some cheap tickets sus from outside from people that are selling them and attend game one of the World Series. So I drive over there. We ended, I ended up scoring some good deal for a World Series game. I get in. I, I have a couple of drinks. I watch the game. was a great time. We won. We lost the World Series, but we won that game. So I loved how like that spontaneous little trip turned out.
1: I love it. It was such a cool story, too. And I remember Brie was like, you
0: know, I'm just going to go to the World Series. And we're like, what?
1: <laughs> and she just got up and went. And then she sent us a picture from Dodger Stadium. And we're like, you go, Brie. So just to wrap this up, what is one thing you recommend for people to do at UCLA and in LA? Oh, that's
0: a good question. I think for sure go to Cabo Cantina and rock (laughs) as a UCLA student. Oh, also partake in the undie run. My friends never wanted to. I always missed it. But the undie run is a UCLA tradition where students after the quarter is over, they literally take a run from... Gailey and Strathmore all the way up to the famous Royce Hall area. I think, is that the, is that the route, Alexa? I never ran I don't it. Know. I don't know. We never ran it. Um, but literally you run in your underwear. LA. Um, <laughs> I like how my mind goes to the undie run in the bars. Like, that's so lame. <laughs> the, attend a football game. Nope. Go get drunk and run my around every your college
1: student dreams of doing.
0: <laughs> um, as for LA. Oh. I remember one time me and Finn, my boyfriend, we went to this really pretty like lake where they have those boats and you pedal around. Oh, that's in um, Echo Park. Yes, that was really nice. I would say (laughs) go to a rooftop anything. I have only experienced a rooftop bar, but I really wanted to go to a rooftop movie theater. But the problem with those are that um, you have to book in advance because they fill up left and right. What about you? What are your recommendations?
1: As a UCLA student, as someone who's graduated and is looking back on their experiences, I recommend doing a lot of those like UCLA student activities, traditions, like the Undy Run, you know, going Spring and having Spring Sing, um, which is like our talent show yep. uh, for UCLA students. Maroon 5 actually performed there before they were Maroon 5, guys. Fun fact. Oh, um, cool. go- going and like walking around campus and just taking it all in. Um, my dad used to tell me to do this all the time. He's like, go walk around, enjoy it. You're not gonna be there f- for very long. And I wish I would have done that more. UCLA is such a beautiful campus, despite all the <laughs> hardships we described. It's a lovely place. I don't regret it. Student activities, just do anything like anything that you know, it's happening, be involved, get involved, do it. Because then you look back for and you're sure. like, dang, like now I think I'm like, dang, I should have done the ending or Like that would have been fun. Or I wish I would have done more of that. So that's kind of um, my recommendation as a UCLA student to do. Um, in LA, I don't like LA if it wasn't evident. <laughs> um, I personally don't plan on going back unless I have to for school um, or if I go and visit friends. But a place that I really do like in LA is Malibu. Malibu is as beautiful as people describe it, so I mm. definitely recommend it. It is a little bit pricey, but it's just stunning. Like if you go to the pier in Malibu, it's super peaceful. It's very cute. Um, so that's like my my must see in Malibu. But keep in mind traffic. So if you're going from UCLA to Malibu, you'll probably waste an hour just driving there because it's just so much traffic. But I think it's definitely one of
0: those things you have to do at least once. Okay. In terms of UCLA, the student life experience, the LA life experience, what is your rating, Alexa?
1: My rating is a 7.5 out of 10. Um, The only reason I rate it a 7.5 out of 10 is just because I did struggle a lot and I don't like LA itself, but going to UCLA, I would definitely recommend it. It's such a humbling experience more than anything, and I learned so much about myself about my career. And I feel like I wouldn't be the person I am today without going through that hardship. And it really did teach me a lot. And I got to meet fabulous people like yourself, Ray. So I recommend going to UCLA. Living in LA, negative five. I just don't like it. It's too crowded. There's too much traffic, too many people. Also, I think people in San Diego are a lot more chill and that's more my vibe. So definitely I don't recommend it if you're Trying to find somewhere to relax and to yeah. save money.
0: Adding on to Alexa's review, I'm not a big fan of Los Angeles either. I think the cons outweigh the pros when it comes to Los Angeles for me. All the Agreed. things that Alexa mentioned the parking, the overcrowding, like the traffic um, it's just too much. It's not even worth it. Not um, to scare you guys off, if
1: you like LA. This is just our opinion about it, our experience, how we perceived it and how we lived it. So personally, yeah, not for me, but um, I always tell people, live it for yourselves and you tell us what you think. Yeah,
0: definitely a great place to visit. Tons of things to do, but I think it's good in moderation. Yep, exactly. But yes, that brings us to the end of our main dish. Now we got to move on to our desserts. Let's start with our first segment, Trends, trend, Trending. Okay. Hey, guys.
1: I'm going to throw you with a curveball this week. I do not have a show to talk about this week. Um, I've actually went back to the good old books, so I have a book recommendation for Wow. Educated. Educated. I've been having one of those weeks where I was like debating starting a new show, but I was like, I watched so many shows already. And there's nothing I'm, like, eager to start. Like, I would just be starting it out of habit. Right. So I was like, you know, I'm going to read a book. And ironically, the book I chose is called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. What genre is that? It's nonfiction. So it's basically, think of it like self-help section. Okay. Um, so it's basically a book talking about how we live our lives in a hurry and the effects that it has on our mental emotional, physical, spiritual health. It's been a really good book because he talks a lot about like his life experience. And then he talks a lot about, um, he has like historical context to when us humans in the Western world started becoming very rushed and the beginning of like that, like grind culture and basically never taking time off. Yeah, And as someone who's experienced burnout, everything that he said was very true. It was like, oh, if you don't take rest, you will be irritable. You will be this, you will be that. And I was like, oh, that's me for sure. So (laughs) funny, right? Because last week I was talking about how my plate was super filled. And then now I'm like, supers (laughs) then. That book came at a good time for you. It's been a good book. And it's been just a nice break because I haven't, um, I'm really good about not going on social media. So I haven't gone on social media for like a week now. And, and it's been a nice break from that and from TV, other than my, you know, usual routine shows, uh, like American Idol and This Is Us, uh, it, I haven't really watched too much TV. So it's been a nice little break, different from, from what I'm used to.
0: Good for you, dude. My Trends Trends Trending for this week, I don't even know if it qualifies as a trend, but here's my excuse, okay? I feel like engagements are kind of trending, especially because, oh, like, my friends... Shit. That yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, my friend Karina. Um, she's like talking about engagements or whatever. So I'm making it a trend. Let's talk about it. Hazel is engaged. Yes. Oh my goodness, guys. If you
1: don't remember, Hazel is the person who basically brought brought Brie and I together because she spoke to Brie when I was like, nah, at the dining <laughs> hall.
0: And she's yep. now engaged. And she got engaged at UCLA, which is very fitting for this episode. So, student life might bring you the love of your life. <laughs> yeah, UCLA. Um, UCLA. Uh, Hazel May, um her boo at UCLA. Yeah. So it could happen to anybody. And her ring was gorgeous, dude. Oh, I oh love stunning. <laughs> no, it was so beautiful.
1: And then, like Hazel's, just the sweetest gal. And I'm just so happy she's happy. And wow.
0: Oh. Yeah, her caption was like, "Thankful for UCLA because it brought me to you." How oh, sweet! We so love that. Sweet. So, see you guys. Maybe dating life isn't that bad. We just sucked at it. <laughs> it just wasn't for us. So yeah, so that's my engagement. The trend, whatever. I established this trend. Okay, moving on to our next segment. Let's do. We're not doing. A, let me complain for a sec because we're being we grateful this to be week. About yeah, we're too, we're positive energy. Whatever. So instead, we're going to do the I'll take seconds. What do you want seconds of, Alexa? Okay,
1: guys. So mine isn't necessarily a thing I'm trying to buy. It's an experience I want to repeat. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) So this weekend, I think I had mentioned that my boyfriend, Jaime, uh, he was into fishing. And this weekend, he took me fishing. He's like, hey, I want to go fishing. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll give it a shot. So we go fishing. And I learned how to fish. And I actually had a really good time. So let me explain, guys. So if any of you guys are fishers, you know, you do the whole shabam, you get the pole, you got the little thingy jigger to catch the fish. (laughs) No, I didn't catch a fish. Bait, yes. But it was actually really fun. I mean, I'm I'm naturally really competitive, so I was trying to catch a fish before him. I didn't catch a fish. But it was like really relaxing. This is the theme of my week. Very zen, very restful. Wait till next week, though. I'm starting school again. (laughs) It was different from what I usually do on Sundays, which is just lay and watch TV. Um, And I felt very in tune with nature. Also, we saw new areas of San Diego that I had never seen before. And we're always kind of like looking to see like what regions we'd love to live in. So that was really fun. So
0: if you ever want some time alone with nature, go fishing. Good for you. So you're are you saying that you are seeking more fishing experiences in the future? I would definitely go fishing again. (laughs) Or not trying to buy a fishing pole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well no,
1: I'm not promoting
0: the pole.
1: (laughs) But I am promoting fishing. Just I mean, it was nice just being out there and doing something different. So maybe what I'm promoting or ask or encouraging
0: people to get seconds of are different things or activities out in nature. The whole time I'm like, where is she going with this? Is she going to say like, I want to buy a bucket hat for like- <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just saying that it was nice um,
1: being outdoors. I also got my good old dose of vitamin C, D.
0: <laughs> for scientist. <laughs> D. Okay, for my I'll Take Seconds, I really want to go to Zara because I want to find some white trousers that look good on my body type. I want, I'm, like, I'm thinking high-waisted, straight-legged. She could wear them to work if she's feeling good. She could wear them on the weekends with a cute little crop top and some boots. I like it. I
1: like it. Talking about Zara, I was on Zara.com this weekend. Mm-hmm. .com, just in case you didn't know. Um, and I've been having a very difficult time finding quality shirts. Oh god, it's a struggle. It's a struggle because, guys, it's really hard finding clothes that is not necessarily cropped, that doesn't have a ton of writing or graphics on it. Like I just want plain and simple. You know, I I don't mind something that's a little bit cropped, a little like at the belly button, like that's fine. But I don't need it cropped like to the point where it looks like I'm. It's a bra. Yeah, like, yeah. no, thank you. And a lot of trends are like that right now. And if that's in, if, that, if you're into that, cool. But I'm not. I'm really trying to. Um, have like a more like work-friendly wardrobe. because That's what I was going to say. It's really hard to wear crop tops to your job. <laughs> exactly. So I want something that's versatile where I can wear it on a Saturday, but I can also wear it on a Wednesday. And it's very challenging
0: finding mm. that wardrobe. That reminds me, one last thing that I want more of. I want a headscarf, Alexa. I love headscarves. I don't have one, but they're super cute. Zara sells some really cool, like, funky, they have orange, blue, green tones. And you could use it as a shirt, so you could tie it. Or you could use it as, like, a bandana. Um, so it's multifaceted. I really want to get one. I'm all for that trend. They're great. Um, get more of that. More yes. Seconds of that. Yes. Well, I think that brings us to the end. I've had such a lovely time speaking with you, friend. Always a lovely time speaking with you. We haven't said this in the past,
1: but we will be hosting our podcast episodes every Wednesday morning, so stay tuned for that.
0: Yeah, so hopefully you guys catch us on Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed us talking about the many things to do as an LA student, what Los Angeles has to offer. Um, now looking back, Alexa, I feel like there was tons of things for us to do. There's always things to do in LA. I'll give them that. Yep, yep. But thank you for listening. See you guys next week. Bye, Bye guys.